Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and this is the place where Kingdom heirs go to be informed and inspired. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas. And again, I just thank you all for joining me today on this episode. Um, This episode, I titled it Victimized Minds. And it kind of flows with previous episode that I did um, around accountability. And, you know, just as I prepare episode topics and you know try to line up how I want things to flow you know God just kind of and I use flow which was unintended but it does go well with the podcast right um I, I just was you know asking God like okay what is it that I can you know what is it to talk about today and you know when I look at it and I lay out episodes and he was just like you know continue on that because I guess I struck something with those that listen, you know, with accountability. But, you know, the, the the other side of that is really those that stay in this victimized um, mindset and, you know, have that victim mentality. And so I, I'm going to say this throughout the podcast. I think it's important that I reiterate that. And I'm going to start off with this is in no way, shape or form saying that, you know, you will never be victimized. You will never be a victim. And we're all victims of something at some point in our lives in different times of our lives. The purpose of this is really just to dig into when we choose to. And I say we, because there are times where you get to that place where it's like, you feel like the world is beating up on you. You feel like God has forgotten you. You're like, man, this is just bad. Everything is going against you. Your haters are out to get you. So there's just that whole mentality, that victim mentality. And, and you stay in that mentality and it starts to become a part of who you are. And that is not how God created us to be. That is not who you're supposed to be as a victim. You will be a victim at some point, but that's only for a short time. But to stay in that process, to stay in that and continuously, you know, live your life as a victim, that's not how it's supposed to be. So we're going to unravel some things, um, you know, in this time that we have today. And and I really just want to share this from my heart, you know, because I think this is part of the being successful in life. This is part of being an heir. It's not to be a victim. You know, you can't be an heir and be a victim. You can't be successful and stay a victim. I don't know too many successful victims, even in winning at certain things. You know, there are people who stay playing the victim role and they they reach, you know, they get some kind of money settlement or they get this or they get that. But they still live their lives and have to continue to live on as victims because that's the only way they know that they can live and prosper. And that's not living that that's just kind of surviving off of those instincts of, of being a victim, which Again, that's not what we're created to do. So, you know, we're going to start unpacking some of that stuff. Um, You know, one of the things that you that we have to do, and I say you with myself as well, that we need to do is we got to ask ourselves, you know, when bad things happen, when things, challenges come up, do we take responsibility for them or do we blame the world? And, And again, 
there are times when we are victims of circumstances. We are victims of different things. Sometimes we're victim of our victims of our own selves. Um, but we have played victims. The, the, the question is, do you take time to look at, well, maybe if I didn't do this or maybe if I thought or I did this a little differently, I probably wouldn't have been in that situation. Um, you know, and, and this can be a touchy subject, you know, because when you start talking about people who were raped or abused and people, you know, you hear insensitive folks say, well, you shouldn't have been wearing that. You shouldn't have been out with this. And, and that's not where this one is going. You know, that that is that is not where this is going. You know, th those things that happen, people are have been victimized and there are people who deal with those situations and they, they continuously deal with them and prayerfully getting getting therapy and getting away from those types of things. That's not what this is around. So, again, I'm putting these out there up front because I want to make sure people understand that that's not what I mean. And this is not where I'm going into when we talk about the victim mentality, because I know people who have gone through and been a part of abuse in, in different situations like that, and they have been able to take control of their lives. So, you know, I, I know it can happen. I know that people can elevate, but it's very impactful. You know, and there are situations that happen in all of our lives where, again, when I say we're victims, but it's how we choose to move from that, you know, that, that will help define our lives. Um, so when you think about it, it's like when challenges come into our lives, you know, it, it, again, it's easy to let our emotions get the best of us. And, you know, again, people, we, we look at it, things and we say, you know, the world is out to get us. You know, that that's the assumption. And, you know, you hear people say, you know, people start getting pity parties. It's it's OK to have those moments of of where you're just down. It, it's OK. You know, it's almost it, it's a human thing to do. Um, I'm not saying that you have to walk around with, you know, a smiley face like you're a Care Bear and everything is good. I mean, yes, that would be great, but that's not how it is all the time. So, you know, let, let's be real about it. Um, but like I said, it's OK to have those times where you feel pity and and you feel down and, and, and that's OK. But it, if it gets to the place where it's consistently or there, there's a there's a consistency in you doing that and being in that place, then you are sort of residing in that victimized mind, um, those parameters of a victimized mind. And at that point, it, it's really an uphill battle to be successful and, and to reach your full potential in life because you're spending so much time playing that role. You know, if things things will happen, you know, and, and things can happen to you and, and, you know, there can be an unfortunate string of events that has nothing to do with you and, and it's not your fault. But again, how do you get through that? Do you live in that that place? Do you stay there? Does that place define you Do, do those things that happen to you? things that truly do happen to you. And there's a difference of things that you that truly happen to you. And there's things that you allow to happen to yourself because you're in that mode. And then there's a difference in that. But it, it's your choice. You know, in a lot of ways, you know, you know, people spend so much time playing that victim role. You know, like I said, it's a, it's an uphill battle to really be successful and reach your potential uh, because you stay in that role. And in a lot of ways, you lose power that's how you kind of lose power 
or control over your life because you know again as you're playing the victim victims don't have control over a situation something's being done to them so you know you, you see yourself you kind of have two choices you believe that life is happening for you or to you and when you're in that victim mentality or that victimized mindset you you're tending to believe that life is happening to you things are happening to you there's no control there's nothing that you can do that that is sort of the mindset that you have and, you know people try to define you know what a victim mentality is uh but you know very basic you know it's 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 kind of an acquired personality trait where a person tends to recognize or consider themselves a victim of the negative actions of others um and it can also be defined as a form of avoidance so it's like it's like us saying that we refuse to take any responsibility for ourselves or for our lives. Um, and again, I, I know that can sound, some of this can sound harsh or sound, you know, some, some, for some people can sound insensitive and that that's not where this is going, but I want to make sure that people understand that there are people who are truly victims and there are people who are just victims because of circumstance, They're victims because they, they choose to be that victim. Um, you know, and for some people, when you start talking about the, the victim mentality, it's like you're avoiding stepping out of your comfort zone. It's making, you know, or making difficult decisions or doing anything to improve your life, you know, because of something, some situation, some, um, memory, something that took place that or just the fear of you know any negative response or the fear of, of rejection you know all of those things because you got rejected one time you know from a job interview so you're not going to interview any longer you know those things can can be a vic can have can cause victim mentalities um you know and, and there's there's some like i said earlier you know in some cases you'll see where some people have had payoffs from keeping that victim mindset you know you, you you get allowed to you're allowed to stay in that pity mode um you're allowed to ignore messy emotions and you continually seek and get sympathy from others and there's nothing wrong with people needing sympathy at, at times or somebody just needing a helping hand on hand or needing you know some love and attention there, there's nothing wrong with that on occasion but if you're always seeking that to help you feel okay about the situation or your life, then then that's that's something that you know definitely needs to be examined. Um, because you know all the things that you know all of these things aren't you know me sitting here saying that you would never again that you'll never be a victim. Um, and um, I'll keep bringing this up because I want to make sure everybody gets that. But the difference is just looking at when you finally realize that you were that you weren't created to be a victim you know and once you realize that then you will start to see a shift in your perspective and then see the events of your life as fully in your control and then you can step in that's when you really step into the power that you take over your life now god has preordained and you know i, I fully believe that God has ordered our steps if we allow him and he opens the doors and sometimes we take our own journeys and we we kind of dive off into other things. But, you know, he always brings us back. 
And, you know, he gives us free reign. He gives us the ability to, to control what we want to do and what we choose to do. Um, so there, there's those, there will be those times, but ultimately, you know, when we shift our thought process, when we align ourselves with God, then we will see, you know, that, that, that victim mentality, that, that our lives can be so much more than just having to play that role because you don't always have to play that role. And I think we get into, you know, again, sometimes the circumstantial is just things happen at different points and it can shape or mold us into that mindset of, of being a victim. Um, you know, and, you know, so just one of the things that I, and I, you know, I thought about this when I was, you know, taking some notes down and just really gathering my thoughts on this, this topic, you know, I thought about a time, you know, just the time when I was a victim at TSU, um, you know, there, there was, I had a, what year was that car? I think I had a 1988 uh, blue Pontiac Grand, Grand Am. And I remember I had just got, um, you know, one of those detachable face radios for my CD player that was in the car. And I left the the face of the CD player. I left it in the car. Um, I put it under the seat and it was kind of sticking out. I didn't have tin in the window. So, you know, if somebody looked in there, they probably could look in there and see like, oh, there's his face right there. You know, it was kind of dangling. Now, when it first happened to me, I was upset. I was frustrated. I was, you know, blaming everybody, you know. I was probably cussing. I, I was I was upset, you know, because something happened to me. I was the victim of a burglary and it, it was a challenge. Right. Um, but after I calmed down and, you know, realized like, you know what? OK, I wasn't hurt. Nothing. You know, the, the radio was, you know, yeah, it had a little value, but, you know, nothing crazy. But I had to step back and think about it. I was like, you know what? Part of that was my fault. Because the purpose of having a detachable face radio is that you take the face, you know, back then. And for those that don't know what a detachable face, detachable face radio is, it was kind of a security measure. Um, so you can pop the face off the radio so that if somebody did break in there and try to steal it, they wouldn't really be able to use it unless they had a face that would match up to that radio and you know the chip that was part of the face and it would allow it to be operational so me foolishly leaving it in there just being lazy just like oh, i'll put it in a little case and stick it under the seat well i didn't do a good job of that because i didn't stick it under the seat fully and it was sticking out and i and i realized that because i did it i thought back i was like man i didn't even put it back where it was supposed to put it all the way under the seat where nobody can see it so because of that you know obviously it wasn't my it wasn't my fault that the person broke in the car, but I take blame in some of that because I left the radio where it can be seen. So did I have a victim mentality? Yeah, of course I did, because I was a victim in the beginning. I was a victim of, of what happened, uh, but I had to take a step back after I calmed down and emotions kind of cleared. And I said, dang, I messed up. You know, I, I shouldn't have did that. So it was a learning experience and I moved on and, but I'm again, thankful I can still drive the car. It just messed up the lock on the car. So, you know, that I, I couldn't use the lock on that side of the car. 
the door was still functional. So, I mean, the car was still drivable. Um, it, it was, it was, you know, could have been a lot worse, but again, it happened, but I had to understand that for a second, I was a victim and then I had to come out of that. So I, I want to go over a few things, um, just some examples of, you know, signs that, you know, if, if you, if you think or live like this, then you have a victimized mind. And a lot of us can relate to these things or know people that can that that live these things. So, you know, hopefully as you're hearing this, you start thinking about some of the moments and times in your life or just what you're experiencing even today. And, you know, if if, if you do experience these things, we're going to share some some ways to get over it at the end of this. But one of the things that one of the signs that that, you know, that you may have a victimized mind or, you know, live in that world of victim, a victim mentality um, is that you make every problem. Let me let me rephrase that. We make every problem or challenge that we face into a major catastrophe. Now, I know people, you know, I've seen that I, I've had moments where, where I've done that. You know, you think the worst in everything, even the smallest inconvenience becomes the biggest thing. You, know, you hear people say uh, you can't, you know, shouldn't t turn a mountain into a, I mean, a molehill or a mountain can't turn a mountain into a molehill. You know, but some people do the opposite and they're taking a molehill and trying to make it a mountain. You know, it's this big thing. It, it's, you know, turning into something that's very minor inconvenience. And it's like now it's this it, it's the worst thing in the world. And again, a lot of that could be circumstantial. It could be just, you know, a bad day or, you know, something happened and then this happens. And it's just like it, it's it just hits you at that time. That's OK for you to have that. Excuse me. Have that mindset at, at some point. But it should be a short time. It should be a very short iterative not even iterative. It should be a just short iteration of, of or short short time frame that you think and feel like that. Um, and, I, and I think that a lot of people get stuck in that and they get they get down, go down this rabbit hole of. Now you're thinking the worst in everything, everything's an inconvenience, this inconvenience is so bad, you know, um, and then you start to always assume the worst will happen. And then you start assuming it, you speaking it, you start speaking it. And then what happens? It you know a lot of times it comes to pass. And why is that? Because our words have power. So a lot of things that you know you hear all the time in the Bible, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You hear people say, you know, the power of the tongue, power of the tongue. You know, you are what you say. All those things, you know, I fully believe it. You know, the energy that you put out there, and you hear it. You know, and I've I mentioned in a reference before. The, the whole little DVD back in the day called The Secret, where it was just like what you put out in the universe will come back to you for those that, you know, don't necessarily believe in God, but they believe in, you know, universal laws. And like if you put it out there, you're going to get it back. Um, you know, that's based off a of biblical principle, but, you know, we're not going to get into that. But, you know, you are what you say. Your words have power. And if you're living in that that type of mentality that type of mindset where you're continuing to speak that kind of that that in that way then you're going to see 
all this stuff start to manifest that you don't want to manifest. But because you're speaking it all the time, you're, you're subconsciously and consciously bringing all these things together. And now you start to see those occurrences. So, again, you know, the first sign is you make every problem or challenge you face into a major catastrophe. The second sign is that you feel like you don't have power in any situation. So there's this constant feeling of helplessness. And that is hard to live with. It's almost for some people probably suffocating to to live with being helpless and everything like you have no power. And of course, when you're in these types of situations, you know, um, you you really instead of focusing on the things you can control, your your mindset is always just going in from the jump that there's nothing I can do. And you throw your hands up and you wait to be saved. Somebody's got to save me from this. Somebody's got to do this. And, and you're going to realize and even you're like God's going to save me from this. And God is like, I've already saved you from this. I've already done this. You've got to get up and walk. You've got to know that you are a victor. You will win in this situation, but you've got to get up and do it. This is where you got to get up and, and, and walk and use your and, and claim your power. And so, you know, again, when when you where you start getting into those types of situations where you're feeling helpless, you know, one of the best things to do, you know, just kind of going into how can you get over those types of things? And this is this is, you know, I'll talk about a little bit more in depth later. But you start focusing on things that you have the power to change that are in your power to change. And a lot of people, it's challenging for a lot of folks, especially. In, and I know it's difficult when you're in the middle of it to start thinking like, OK, well, all these things are happening, but what can I control? But it's a it's a process that if you do it, it, it starts to become a part of who you are, where things happen. You know, you live life. I live life and I know that a challenge will happen. I know that I will have challenges, but I don't get wrapped up in the challenge. I get wrapped up in. But the lesson learned, the outcome that's going to come from that, you know, I can work. I can help this part of it. I can't control that. So I'm giving I'm going to give all of it to God. But I know God is giving me the power to do this and this because that's something I can directly influence. I can directly change this. I can't focus. I can't do anything about that. So I'm, I'm not going to focus on that. And so if you think about that mindset and that mentality if you really start shifting on saying, OK, you know what? I know I can't do anything to change that, but I can do something to change this here. And if I focus on that and I start focusing, you know, with those thoughts through time, now I, I'm pushing myself and I'm moving myself further because I'm focusing on what I can control. And it's keeping me sane. It's keeping me sort of focused and, I, you know, using focused again, but it's keeping me keeping my focus more narrow, I should say, um, instead of trying to look around and, and look over my shoulder and look to the side of me. I'm more laser focused on I can control these things. So let's focus on this. Let's pray and make sure, you know, just tell God, you know, God, I'm giving you the situation, you know, give me the strength to focus on the things that I can't control, which gives me to gets me to the whole serenity prayer. And I, and I love that prayer. And I've used it. I remember in 
you know, some harsh working environments I've been in. I've had I've had this prayer in either in my office or in my cubicle. And I would uh, a couple of times I had it laminated, but I would always have it up. And it's a simple prayer, but it's so powerful. And it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So the first part is, first of all, having, you know, God asking God to give me peace to know that I cannot change everything. So I have to accept that. But at the same time, give me the courage, give me the strength to be able to change the things that I can. Because in that moment of understanding there's so much going on, you you start to feel that feeling of helplessness and you're like, okay, but I have to be able to. So give me peace that I understand. I can't change that. But but just walk with me, give me the strength, push me and, and encourage me and let me know that that, you know, I, I, I can change things. I do have the power to change things, but also want to have that wisdom, that knowledge to say, I know that this that I can decipher between what I can and can't change. And when you have that, when you can grab a hold of something that you can change, then you start working on that and you start focusing on that. Then you feel like now you're getting some of your power back. And that's a huge step in the process. So that that is one thing that serenity prayer is always a great thing. It's basic. It it is very basic, but it is very powerful. Um, You know, and then another thing is, you know, once you're able to grab a hold of, you know, like I said, once you're able to grab a hold of that, and, you know, just keep pushing and keep pushing and, and keep focusing on the things, those those one. It could be one or two things. You know, you can have, you know, five different things going on and, and you look at those five things and say, OK, out of those five things, how many can I control? If it's one or two, focus on those one or two. You know, if it's just one, focus on that one and give it and have faith that God is going to take care of the rest. You do your part. Faith, prayer, you know, do whatever you do, sow and seed, whatever it is. But walk in faith, knowing that God is 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 in control and he's giving you control over the things that you can control, that you can directly impact. Um, the next thing that you can can look at to say, you know, if you if you have these things and then it's a sign that you are um, in, in this victimized mindset is you start speaking negatively about yourself. And that's that's another one, you know. Um, you know, some people call themselves stupid. I'm just dumb. I just do this. You start doubting everything. Like I, I'm afraid to make this decision because I done messed up all this other stuff. So I'm not going to do it. You know, which one shows a lack of leadership. So, you know, if you're a parent, if, if you're, you know, have some level of leadership at work or just, you know, as a mentor or whatever it is, it, it shows a lack of that, you know, whatever that quality, that leadership quality or that leadership role is, it shows a lack of that. I mean, you're constantly doubting yourself um, and just the mindset of understanding that self-doubt and victimhood, victimhood, they go hand in hand. Um, you know, once you get that mindset, you know, you, you start to you know when you get that mindset, you'll, you'll begin to subconsciously self-sabotage yourself. I self-sabotage yourself. I sabotage yourself. And then. You know, anything that's good through that self-sabotaging, you know, you just keep that you do that just to keep in line with your conscious mind. So it's like subconsciously yourself, you're doing a self-sabotage thing 
and then around anything good that happens something good happens you're self-sabotaging it like oh no it's gonna mess i'm gonna mess this up and sometimes you say it but in your mind you're thinking oh this is gonna go bad and then consciously you know you start thinking that and then guess what what you develop subconsciously comes into your conscious mind and now you know it's manifesting and it could be manifesting through your words your actions or just in what is pulling in so you know if you believe that you aren't worthy and you feel like the world is out to get you you know that's how that energy and that's how that that's what starts to pull in to you so it's hard to stay motivated in life if you're always talking down on yourself How can you stay motivated? How can you continue to move forward? How can you continue to advance if you don't even believe in yourself? If you don't think you can do it. And sometimes, you know, you you always need that outside motivation to help push you. But a lot of that drive, a lot of that fire, that passion has to come from within. Because if not, it's going to feel like people are pulling you to do something versus trying to give you that little push. You're already moving in that direction. They're just kind of pushing you up when you're getting weak and kind of helping you along the journey but most people don't want to feel like they're pulling you through something and not and people will do that because they know if they feel like that's what's best for you but again you don't want to live your life being pulled because again that victim mindset well i didn't want to do it they forced me to do it i did it even though it worked but i didn't want to do it you know and, and people will, will think like that um that the fourth thing is, you know, around, you know, ways to know that you might be or might have a, a victimized mind or living in a victim with the victim mentality is you think the world is out to get you. And I hear this all the time. You know, um, I see it a lot of times on social media. Uh, but again, you just believe the world is out there to make you miserable. And, and I've, I've like I said, you know, people put more stock in kind of fending off haters uh, than you do with pursuing what God has for you or what have you do with your life. Um, You know, you focus on the haters more than you focus on setting yourself up for success. And in that, you fail to see that God is working things out in your favor if you would only look to adopt that uh, growth mindset. See, when you're always focused on with everything everybody else is doing to you and everybody else around you and people don't want to see you shine and people don't want to do this. You put more stock. You're, you're putting more stock into everything else instead of focusing on the things that God has for you. And that is and you lose a growth mindset. You can't growth. You can't you can't growth. You can't grow with that. You can't succeed. I don't see how you can succeed if if you're always worried about or you're in this this mindset that, you know, everybody's out to get me. It's like this conspiracy theory over and over again. Everybody's out to take me down. So instead of focusing on moving myself forward, I'm I'm focusing on everything else. I'm constantly distracted. And that's really what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to be distracted. You know, and again, life happens. And there are so many things that we can't control. And, and, and there is. And I, and I get that. But it, it's really up to us to choose how we respond to those things in life. And when we get to a place when we can truly start seeing challenges as opportunities for growth. You know, when we get to that place, then we'll start to see that that life is pushing us to level up. So 
instead of always focus on the negative and then you start feeling you, and you start really you, you focus so much on, on negative you speak about it so you're bringing all of that into you and it's pulling you down life is dragging you down life feels like a drag right but when you get to the place where you know you're seeing the challenges that you go through as opportunities for growth you know again you know going through certain things like you know what i know god is just, i'm dealing with this because god is trying to make me strong in this area god has a plan you know and it sounds so basic and some people are like oh i'm tired of hearing this it's like it's this mumbo jumbo stuff you know i need some real that is the real when people ask how i deal with some of the stuff i deal with how can i be so laid back on certain things you know I, it's not like i don't get upset i get frustrated i mean i do but I try to stay even kill as much as possible because and even in situations it was like, man, you know, I've had times where people call me like, how did you stay at this company so long? You know, they was trying to fire all these other people. You stayed there. And I was like, because I know that God is going to place me where I need to be. He's done it. So he's done it all this time, you know, so I, I, when it's time for me to leave, I leave. And then, you know, it just happens. I leave and something happens. It's like, well, you left at the right time. Like, you, you know, and I was like, I know I, I'm not tripping about it. I don't trip. I, I try to keep myself away from that. And there's times where I, I, I will kind of indulge in certain things. And I'm like, OK, I got to pull myself back. It's the time I find myself complaining. I'm like, OK, I got to stop all that complaining. It's times I find myself you know, wanting to be that victim and go into that victim mindset. And it's like, you know, have that victimized mind. And I was like, I have, I can't, I can't live there. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel myself right. I don't feel right if I stay in that place. So I can't stay there long. A lot of times I come out and say, all right, God, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm back. You know, I can't live there because it just doesn't settle right with me. So that's why I try to really push to to focus on you know what i can control and i truly live by that i'm like okay what can i do what can i what can i do to to help the situation because I, I i believe that god has it but i know i'm not sometimes you just don't sit on your hands now there's gonna be times where god to speak to you and say just sit back you don't do anything let me handle this but you got to be attentive to that and sometimes that is the that that is the work that you have to do that is the the part that you have to take on, that's what you can control. Listening to God and God telling you to sit back and let me handle this, then you sit back. Some people can't do that. Some people just feel like I got to do something just to be doing it. And they're sabotaging their own success. They're sabotaging their own blessing or, you know, stopping the blessing or prohibiting it from coming. So, um, you know, after talking through a lot of that stuff and really saying kind of here's how you can figure out or how here's some signs that you are kind of in that victimized mindset. Here's some things that you can that say you we can can really look at to stop that mentality. Um, the first thing is one, just like anything, any challenge, you, you have to identify and then you have to challenge the beliefs that are limiting you. And so what that means is take inventory of why you feel the way you do. Then you have to take responsibility for your thoughts. Why are you thinking that? So, you know, understanding why am I thinking that? What, what experience did I go through? And sometimes you can't do that by yourself. As I, as I talked about before, sometimes you have to go to you have to go get professional counseling. Go seek the counsel that you need. 
to help you unpack those things once you and, and identify that stuff. Why am I such a victim? Did something happen in my childhood? Did something happen to me that I that I just you know buried down deep and 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 I don't know what it is you know to the point where I can't remember it. You know, get get the right help. Sometimes, it, and it may not be a professional counselor, but I always suggest that. You know, if it's somebody that you can trust, if somebody that's known you forever, you know, sometimes a conversation with them can help to unlock some things. But, you know, sometimes it's just good to go to a counselor because a lot of us don't even trust the people we're around to, to give that kind of information to um, for fear that it may hurt the relationship. So sometimes you have to go to that counselor and, and help them unpack that just so you, you're in a safe space. But again, taking the inventory of why you feel the way you do and then look at it and say, do I have any responsibility in that? Is there something that I can change that I can change? And you may not know it. And sometimes I say, hey, I'm going to at least take the responsibility and accountability to the situation, I'm going to go and I'm going to at least try to get some help to, to help me unpack my thoughts. It's not to say that something happened bad, but it could just be I need to I need to get my thoughts together. And then from there, you know, you'll start to be able to figure out what it is that you need. And and, you know, you realize that you do have the power to shift the narrative. And it may not be a major shift all at once, but once you start seeing that you do have that power, it, you know, it, it changes the game for you in your life. The second thing is take responsibilities for take responsibility for your life. Again, it sounds basic, but sometimes it just takes some basic things. And it's, it sounds basic, but it's heavy work. It, it takes a lot of work on our part. But if you to take responsibility for your life, you know, it really allows you and us to be able to take ownership of our thoughts, our feelings and our actions. So when you get to the place where now you stop blaming the world, that's the place where you shift from victim to victor. And of course, we know we're all we're all out here. God created us to be victorious in everything. You're not supposed to stay in that victim role, even at times where, like I say, when you take a loss, that L is a lesson, you know, a lesson learned. It's not a loss. You didn't lose anything. You gain knowledge. You know, when I lost that car radio, because it well, when it was stolen, it wasn't lost. But when I when I when it was taken away from me, I learned something. I learned a valuable lesson, and I had to I had to take responsibility. You know, did I did I like it at the time? No. And was it hard to even take responsibility? Yes, yeah, sometimes it is hard. It's hard to say. You know what? I did do that, but I learned. And I know better and I grow from it. Or I can just sit there and say, see, everybody doing this and, and you know, can't have nothing. And they, they knew it wasn't theirs. I mean, yeah, I could do that. But at the end of the day, I could have prevented some of that myself by just not leaving it in, in plain eyesight where somebody can break it. Well, we tempted to break into my car and take it. Um, now, the third thing is you, you adopt an attitude of gratitude. So. As you start to shift your thinking away from being a victim, you know, the the or, you know, you start or just really when you start shifting, as you as you go through that process of shifting away from, you know, being a victim. Another thing is to to make a start making a habit of asking yourself, what am I grateful for today? 
you know, yeah, this is happening. You know, that happened yesterday. This happened today. All that stuff went down. But what am I what am I grateful for? Why am I grateful? Sometimes it's just basic. Sometimes I get up in the morning. I say, you know what? I may not feel good. You know, I may not be motivated to go to my job and do my work or, you know, whatever. I just want to lay here and, you know, be to myself today. But, you know, one thing I try to do is say, you know, but I thank you, God, that I'm able to wake up and and talk to you and make these and make decisions and and do the things that that I need to do. Whether I want to or not, whether I just want to sit there or not, it doesn't matter. I thank you for waking me up today. That's an attitude of gratitude. You know, I am truly grateful because I know that some people didn't wake up. You know, and and the gratitude is really acknowledgement of what brings you joy in that present moment. And it could be just a small thing. And I say joy, it could be happiness, you know, which is temporary, but it's, it's that part, you know, I thank you, Lord, for that. I had a bed to sleep in as comfortable. You know, I, I thank you, Lord, that I woke up next to a beautiful woman and my wife. No matter what the situation is, I thank you that my kids are, are you know, were able to wake up today and they're safe. I know that there are people who kids didn't wake up. There are people who 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 didn't get a chance to say thank you today. And sometimes you take those small things for granted and it seems cheesy, but it's the truth. So when you start getting to the place where you focus less on your mess and you start to see things at a high level view, you know, you start to really see how blessed you really are. And again, that helps to shift that mindset of being a victim. It's like, I'm not really a victim. I'm blessed. Yeah, I've had some challenges. I've had I've had some 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 valleys, but I've got more mountains and hills than my valleys. And that's really what life should be. When you when you take inventory of everything that's gone on in your life, you know, you should be able to. And I prayer prayerfully. Everybody gets to a place where they say, you know, I, I'm definitely blessed, more blessed than I than I was when I started. Definitely more blessed than I am, you know, cursed in any way. So that that's that's really the the, the mindset, because, you know, again, a victimized person and, and when you start looking at understanding how blessed you really are you know the fourth thing i don't want to jump ahead too far but the fourth thing to really focus on is is think positive think positive think positive think positive it takes the same amount of energy to think positive as it does to think negative just like it takes the same amount of energy same amount of words most time to say something negative out of your mouth than to say something positive but because Sometimes our mindsets are just so jacked up in, in, in a place of being a victim. We know we're, we're, we're just spewing out stuff that is totally opposite and, and negative for no reason. And just understand a victimized mind, it feeds off of those negative thoughts and just continues to feed. It. It's like, a you know, it, it's just it just continues to go and go and go. It feeds and it feeds and it feeds until you know something happens and for most people it takes a major catastrophe to come about for them to have be able to say i, I gotta do something i gotta shift because i can't keep going through those types of things but for some people they never get an opportunity to have that mindset change that change because 
catastrophe they speak about it all the time catastrophe happens and this time they don't make it through see all those negative thoughts all that stuff bubbles up and like i said it just feeds and feeds and feeds and feeds and your victimized mind it, it wants that it, it, it attracts that it needs all that give me all the negative thoughts you got i need that because i'm gonna keep you in this victim state so instead of looking for you know, instead of looking for and speaking about or or thinking about the negative in something, just try focusing on the positive something. I don't care how how crazy it is or how little it is. I mean, it could be a rainy day outside. But like, well, you know, it'd be good for my grass. I, I say this all the time. Like it's raining like, well, my grass needs it. So I appreciate it. You know, the water is definitely going to help to with plants and you know with the farming and all the stuff i mean you just start thinking about random stuff and again it sounds cheesy but i'm like look it, it is it's just as easy for me to sit there and say oh the rain sucks it's making me sleepy and i don't want to do nothing is people gonna go out there and get getting accidents because they don't know how to drive I me mean, you just start going through all this stuff and it's like dude why did you just spend so much time focusing on all this negative stuff when you can just focus more stuff on the positive so Understand, you know, and I want to I want to leave with this last thought from the think positive section is your thoughts create your reality. Again, your thoughts, our thoughts create our reality. As a man thinketh. So is he. Your thoughts create your reality. So, again, you can control some of that stuff. You can't control it. You can control what you say. You may think something, but you can go and cancel that out. If somebody says or you, you you're thinking in your head, like, I don't know, I'm be able to afford this. And you turn around and say it. I can't afford it. Well, one, it's truly in your heart. You've made up in your mind that you can't afford to do this. You sp- so you, you thought about it. You spoke it out. And so you're not going to be able to afford it. Words have power. Thoughts have power and it's all going to manifest into whatever it's, it's all a seed. So just to wrap things up again, understand that this episode is, is, is not saying that you are never to be a victim. You can never be a victim. Everybody is a victim of something. Again, I'll say it, I'll say it again. Everybody's a victim of something. And this isn't one of those, you know, you know, some people give those um, half hearted or, um, insensitive motivational things and just say, oh, you got to lift yourself up or pick yourself up by the bootstraps. You know, this is this isn't that this isn't one of those stop blaming the white man or other man for whatever's happened to you. Because I know a lot of people, you know, and I see I see a lot of people trolling online about different things when people bring up things about race and, oh, you want to pull out the race card. You guys are such victims and you know, blah, blah, blah. No, this isn't that because there are moments where you have to you have to share that information because, again, how you feel, you know, nobody can tell you how you feel. But at some point you have to think, do am I supposed to feel this way all the time? That's that's really what it comes down to. Am I supposed to continue to think like this all the time? Am I supposed to feel like this all the time? And if I am, then why? Let's figure out why. Let's go get, you know, let's let's help help me unpack my thoughts. Am I crazy? Am I just or am I just being delusional? Because now my focus is more so, again, on everybody else, what the enemy is saying, 
you know, if if there are again, racism is out there. It's 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 probably it's been out there. It's just more exposed now because of technology. People are not necessarily bolder. They just got the tools to say the stuff they say. And and it's having an impact positively and negatively. You know, sometimes it's helping people, you know, get it's spreading a message of negativity, but it's also helping to, you know, identify people that that that, you know, need to be identified. So all this stuff happens for a reason. But again, this isn't one of those moments where I'm like, if you're a victim, you're, you're a bad person. No, everybody's a victim. Everybody's a victim of somebody. You can't live in that world. You can't. It's not healthy. And it's not God's intent for us to live our lives with a victimized mind. You know, simple, basically put, we are heirs. We are heirs. If you're a believer, you're an heir. And as an heir, we were created to rule and reign over everything that God has given us. And that includes our thoughts, our words and our actions. So, you know, again, it's our choice. We choose. We, we have to come to a place where we take a hold of our lives. And it, and it may not be that you have the power, but you go seek the help to get power and you start to do the work. And you got to be willing to do the work. If you're willing to do the work, you know, again, God is going to give you what you need. He's going to make sure you're taken care of all. He wants to know that, that you're willing and able. And we're all able. He's given us the ability. We just got to be willing. And he's going to put the people or send us and get us in where we need to be so that we can move on because he doesn't want to see us sitting here as victims. We're supposed to enjoy life, even when those challenges come in life, even when, you know, those times where, you know, I hear people say your money is funny and, and all this stuff is going on. OK, you may not have the money you want right now, but keep speaking it, keep saying it, keep visualizing. I've seen. I've seen people who who, you know, I'm not going to say they don't believe in God or they don't have a, a relationship with God. But people who you would think are some of the biggest, you know, they're, they're not in the church, so to speak. But they're living lavish lives because they've been speaking certain things for years. I remember rappers, you know, when I was in college, there was a group of rappers. and I'm not going to name them, but, you know, they were coming up. You know, starting a record label and they were talking about all this stuff that they had before they even really had it. And guess what? They have it now. And it, it was a basic. They, they kept speaking it. They spoke it. You know, they may have rented stuff. They, they did videos where they had all this stuff on there, even though they didn't own it yet. But now they're able to do it because they kept they just believed that if they keep speaking that thing into existence. It will happen. And a lot of people get that basic thing. It's a basic principle, but it works. So, um, you know, again, I, I think, as always, I, I thank everybody uh, for taking time to listen. I hope everybody got something out of this. Um, I just want to share that, you know, we've opened up the Airflow podcast to be available on different avenues. So now, thanks to the upgrades that Facebook has made or, you know, Meta, Metaverse, um, if you follow our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash airflow podcast, that's H E I R F L O W P O D C A S T. And you go to that page, um, you know, like us, please share, subscribe, and then click the podcast button. And when you do that, you'll be able to access every episode that's been up, uh, uploaded. 
um, to our page. So you'll see it all. You'll be able to listen to all of them. Uh, there's going to be some cool new things that will come about uh, thanks to the technology change. So just keep that in mind. So for those that don't have an air, you know, a podcast player, something like that, you can definitely access us uh, through um, the Facebook page podcast, Airflow podcast. Um, the other thing is, if you want to listen, we're, we're all I'm still on the website. So airflowpodcast.com. That website is is the main website where the podcast is hosted from. So you definitely can access me there. And then um, I've also upgraded. So, you know, I mentioned before that uh, we have a a an apparel line called Billionaire Flow. And of course, I mentioned Billionaire Flow is spelled B-I-L-L-I-O-N-H-E-I-R-F-L-O-W dot com that's the website uh go check it out it's just been revamped um you're going to be seeing a lot of things coming out new new merchandise is available uh new designs uh kind of streamlined the website so it's easier to use uh but definitely check us out there um we're going to have some you know for the holidays we're going to have some some sales going on and just really promoting that uh, because again you know as part of being heirs you know we're we're billionaires you know we're meant to 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 be rich and wealthy in every aspect of our lives and it's not just money so i want to you know i always say that it's, it's everything it's mentally spiritually physically and financially um so our clothing is available there but also our webs our, our our podcast is available there so if you go to that website um if you look on the left hand uh when um look on the left hand menu you'll see a podcast link click that and you'll go to airflow podcast and it will take you to where all of our um, where all of our our episodes are hosted. Uh, lastly, we're always still available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, many of the top podcasting platforms. So, again, you know you, you'll get alerts if you subscribe to us, and and when new episodes are available. We're just continuing to work on building this thing. Definitely, you know, with the merchandise, uh, there's going to be some air, actual Airflow podcast merchandise that's going to be available on, on BillionAireFlow.com. So definitely go there and check it out. Uh, but again, you know, as always, I just want to thank you guys for listening continue, and continuing to support the podcast. And just remember, as heirs, we are created to flow in everything that God has purposed and planned for our lives. So flow on. God bless you all.